Is that a sin? I don't know. It might be. Uh, but but I'll tell you what, you're missing out on the best. You're missing out on some really great opportunities. Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. This is the show where we remind dads of what's most important. I'm your host, Scott Moore. Thanks for joining us today. Hey, Todd, how's it going? Scott, it looks to be a great day here in northern Indiana. And if you're blazing hot right now, wherever you're listening, I'll tell you, it's like comfortably cool here. I think the morning temperature is like 59 degrees. Um, but the sun is shining, and I think it's supposed to be like 82 or 83. It's nice and clear after a super hot, humid, muggy week last week. But it's it's been really nice here. But it feels super, super busy. Uh, right now, Cal is with his mom, and he's getting his wisdom teeth pulled out. Uh, so uh, we're going to see how that all ends up. They don't seem to be like hard ones uh, as far as the dentist goes, I guess, or whoever pulls them. But he was telling me last night, Dad, I just need to do something fun because I'm going to be. He, he was talking about doing something with one of his friends. And he said, because I'm not going to see him for like a week and a half. And I'm like, where's he going? He goes, no, I'm getting my wisdom teeth pulled out. I'm like, I don't think you're going to be out for a week and a half. Okay. You know, <laughs> uh, I'm going to have you working by this afternoon. So uh, uh, have mercy on the boy. I know it. I know. That was I know. That's, that's part of our show. Know. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, but how's your week going, Scott? It's good. It's going to be a beautiful day in Cincinnati, and the Reds are playing tonight against the Cleveland Guardians. Used to be the Indians. And my boys and I are going for my one boy's birthday present. So we're actually going to the Reds game tonight, out to the ballpark and all that stuff. So should be okay. awesome. That sounds so fun. Yes. You go to very many games? No, this is actually the first one we've been to in like seven or eight years. So, Oh, yeah, that'll be so much fun. The last baseball game I went to was at Cincinnati, Cincinnati Reds. Yes. It was actually shocking to me. I just, I was surprised by how young, and I think we talked about this before, how young they look. Oh, yeah. I mean, they just don't, I mean, they look like kids playing baseball, you know, like you're watching Little League. <laughs> Not because they're not talented, I don't mean that, but because they just look so young, yeah. you know. Well, some of them are 18 or 19, I think. I know it. And maybe they were back in the day, but they just all seem like they were fathers and had jobs. And That's why I like Joey Votto so much, because he's going to turn 40 in a month, I think. And he's still doing it, but you can tell there's a little bit of creak in his knees as he jogs oh, down yeah. to first base. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, that... that I mean, I noticed that, like, even when I see those guys into Walmart, you know, those old guys who are kind of bent over. Oh, and then yeah. I see my reflection in the mirror, and I'm like, I think I'm bending. <laughs> you know, I mean, and I stand up straighter. I'm like, it's happening because yep. it hurts, you know. It just hurts to stand up totally straight. So oh. I know it's downhill. But it is, a. I mean, a reminder, I was my wife was talking to, uh, went and bought something on Facebook Market last night, and, she met the lady and they were making some connections and knew each other. And my wife got this like round 
coffee table looking thing. And uh, my wife said, you know, is it, you know, is it new? Is it old? And she goes, oh, it's brand new. She goes, my husband just bought it a few, like a few weeks ago. And uh, he was, was starting his dream business. And then we had to close down the business because he had a stroke, uh, mm. you know, and it was just, and he was, it wasn't very old. He's like 63. But as she talked to her, just all the things they were anticipating and what they were going to do. And basically they've just pitched the whole thing aside because there's, it's not going to happen, you know, and just so sudden. So dad, if you get something going, make it happen soon uh, because you don't know how the future plays out. I was going to make some bad joke about maybe it was a wagon wheel coffee table because you said it was a round coffee table thing and, it That's a, a movie reference you won't get, but exactly, I did not get it. It's from when Harry met Sally, so and I'm sure it was funny. It, sure it, it would have been. There's somebody laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a little side thing that I just think I'm going to include it in my newsletter because it was so. This is like one of those dad hacks, or maybe a life hack, or something. You know how you kind of stumble upon something that you're like, "Wow, I didn't know that." This is one of those things. And I assume because they're everywhere and maybe even the world. Oh, no, I don't think it's in Cincinnati. I think it's in Louisville. Sorry. I always think they're side by side. But um, <laughs> Dollar General, you have Dollar Generals around you, right? Yes. I mean, they're everywhere. I mean, our ta- our, some of our towns have two in them, you know, and they're small little towns. One's on one side, one's on the other. And ours are always kind of pretty crummy. And, you yes. know, just we have one in our town of Milford and it's. It's crummy. Yeah, ours aren't even open half the time that they say they're open because exactly. they can't staff them completely. Yeah, and there's a note on the door that says, "Sorry, closed. No one here to work," <laughs> or something like that. Yes, yes, ours closes at you know six instead of ten because they, they just want to. Didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care. I used to like go. They had open at eight, and I'd stand there. I'd be sitting, standing there at three till eight and it's 20 below zero and I can see the ladies in there just talking, you know, but they're waiting their three minutes oh, yeah. until they open those doors. And I should say, to be fair, once or twice they did come over and let me in. But, but anyway, I knew ours was as many of them are, they're upgrading, they're adding fresh produce. Like, I don't know if that's a, you know, a thing that they're going to do across the board, but they've been talking about it. Yeah. We don't have that. So our Dollar General was going to close down for four or five days and they were going to remodel. And they told me, I said, oh, we're shutting down, you know, for a few days because like they had all the milk was gone and uh, all the ice cream, the whole freezer section. They're taking that out or moving it. And so I went in on Sunday morning. I needed trash bags. And so Sunday morning, about 10 after eight, which the store had been open for 10 minutes, I, I pull in. Normally, you know, there's a car and a lawnmower because the guy who uh, <laughs> comes into work, the guy, he obviously either lives really close or he's had his license taken away because he drives a lawnmower. <laughs> and uh, and that might uh, just be an Indiana thing, too. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But the, 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 the parking lot is full. And I'm like, that's weird. Wow. I wonder what's going on. You know, that doesn't ever happen. So I walk in the front door, you know, it's got the, uh, you, you know, the sensor doors and they slide open and there is a bunch of people 
with these big tote bags, like they might hold laundry or something. And they all have a phone in their hand and they're scanning products. You know how like when, you know how like you go to Walmart and sometimes around Christmas or the end of the year, they have people everywhere and they're all scanning products like they're doing inventory. Mm-hmm. I assume that's what they were doing. And I said, lady, I said, oh, are, are you guys, is it closed? Is the store closed? Because it looked like something weird was happening. And she looked at me like, how should I know? You know, I, she goes, no, I don't think so. And and so I walk in and I'm going back to the trash bags. And there are people everywhere with tote bags or big carts. And they've got their phones in their hands and they're scanning things. And so I go to the trash bags and there's a lady standing there. And I said, what? Is something happening? Uh, she goes, yeah, everything's a penny today. And I said, everything's a penny. And she goes, well, not everything. She said, this is the first time I've ever done this, but she goes, there's a app on dollar general that you go. And like when they're remodeling stores to get rid of everything, they drop the prices to a penny. And she goes, this is the first time I've done it. And I'm like, and there were people everywhere. And and with big, lots of stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Now I got my trash bags. They were not a penny. Uh, I had <laughs> of a course. Trash, <laughs> trash bag price. But she says, you go, you get the app, and then you can find out what things are a penny. So I go back to the line, and there's this lady with two giant carts full filled with stuff. And all I've got is one box of a $2.50 trash bag. And she goes, oh, you can go in front of me. And I said... I said, I see you're doing the penny thing. Yeah. I said, she said, yeah. And I said, did you come from very far away? And she goes, yes. And apparently they were driving here. Now the cashier, she goes, I don't even know what's going on. She goes, I've never heard of this before. Um, And all these people are here. So after a little research, my son does a little research. Apparently, if you go to the Dollar General website, uh, you get their app and they... Apparently, they drop their prices at certain times. So say you have some toothpaste that is supposed to be discontinued in, say, six months. Dollar General will tell the stores or their their computers, it's time to pull this product because it's going to run out of time. Or this has been on here long enough, it's time to pull the product. And the way they do that is the default automatically goes to one penny. Now, the the people who work there, they don't know that they're supposed to pull that thing. So it's kind of like a scavenger hunt. You take your phone and you can scan the barcode and there are items that are a penny. Now, if you're really into this, because I have a son who's already like checking this out, because obviously, I don't know if these people are going to resell this stuff or they were just getting super good deals, but you can go to Facebook and type in Dollar General Penny uh, penny savers or something like that, or penny lists. And there are these websites or these groups that have a million people on them that will tell you, oh, this is the item that these are the three items that they're doing this day. Or they're having, you know, if they're remodeling a store, they'll tell you where it is and everybody drives there and still gets all their stuff. So I just thought it was fascinating. Um, I don't know if you're into that kind of stuff, dad, I'm not going to take advantage of it. I was thinking they always have these bins of Blu-rays and DVDs in there. And I'm thinking, wow, I could get like a whole bunch of movies for a penny each and probably okay. still couldn't sell them for more than a penny if I tried. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so that old. So. 
I do notice that even like I was at Goodwill the other day and usually, you know, like the, D the in the old days, the DVDs would be all bought. So there weren't a lot of them. There are gobs of DVDs. I yeah. assume that's because people don't use DVDs anymore. They just stream things. And yep. uh, I know that in our house, that's what happens. But, but you know what? So, just but, a little, as we're, since we're doing, you know, consumer updates and, and <laughs> <laughs> tips and whatever, be careful buying the streaming movies. Because when you buy it, quote unquote, you don't actually own it. If they decide to stop streaming that, you're out of luck. That is true. Even if that you paid true. 15 bucks for it to own it, quote unquote. Hold on. I'm getting a text from my. The CIA called. It's time for you to go on your no, secret I, I think it's. That would be the coolest for Cal, thing. I'm getting this. <laughs> I, apparently, they must be bringing them home now because they're like, you need to go to Walmart and pick up these uh, narcotics uh, <laughs> for narcotics your son. at Walmart? <laughs> I don't know. It says not. She actually wrote not the narcotic one. <laughs> but apparently, there must be some painkillers. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we got to keep talking, Scott. Change the subject. Um, this is a, uh, a question asked by Greg Olson. This might be a good topic to talk about. But he said, hey, Todd, this seems to be a new thing on social media regarding the roles of parents in the home. Some people are going so far as to say that fathers should not be changing the diapers of their children. This would be an interesting podcast if you haven't done one about this topic already. What would you, your wife and your children say? <laughs> and he said, one thing I was thinking was that where's the rule books that says these things about fathers and mothers are supposed to do? Other than the Bible. And I don't know if the Bible talks about changing diapers. Uh, Greg, that is a great question because he forwarded me like a screenshot from some lady. It looks kind of like an Instagram post or something like that. And it's from someone who goes by Mega, M-E-G-H-A, Megha. And her statement is, if a man is ever changing diapers, there's something seriously wrong with this relationship or with the order of the home. It is a sign the family has much bigger problems. Um, and I'm like, <laughs> what is this? This is like reverse sexism, <laughs> you know? Weird. <laughs> so, you know, I just thought we talk about it because I'm going to assume, Scott, that you have changed a diaper or two in your day. Just a few. <laughs> <laughs> like a few million? Yeah. I lost count a long time ago. I don't even know, you know, really where this, this stream of thought is coming from because you know, I would I would have thought it was just the opposite because, you know, the world seems to hate the roles of husbands and wives and would just say husbands should be the wives and wives should be the husbands. And yeah. but this is I don't know if this is from a conservative bent or or uh, or just something weird. Uh, I don't know. But of course, the Bible doesn't talk about changing diapers. The Bible doesn't talk about, you know, putting your kids to bed at night. The Bible doesn't talk about you know, bandaging boo-boos and all those other things. And I guess to me, I don't know what's the deal. I don't, I don't understand that. Cause if you're a dad, I assume you got to change diapers. You got to do a lot of other yucky things that you would rather not do. I do believe there are roles of husbands and wives, but I do not believe that they are like simple things. Like, you know, should a dad always drive the car? That's not in the Bible, you know, Dad doesn't mind driving the car. He doesn't have to drive the car. That is in the Bible. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Even though I always drive the car. I just always do. My dad always drove the car. My brothers drive the car. But I know dads who, you know, their wives will drive for whatever reason. You know, I that's, that's not in the Bible. Right. You know, should dads change diapers? 
Yes, dads should change diapers. Dad should put kids to bed. Dad should give them baths. Dad should do all those things because that's part of parenting. And it's not just like my wife will say, she still says it. And I even changed grandkids' diapers, which I'm not nearly as fond of doing. Uh, but I, and I don't do her as many, nearly as many. And my sons, they're always changing diapers. Whenever they're here, you know, it's almost like they take the role of diaper changer because they just, they're really being attentive to the needs of their wives. You know, like if their wives are sitting there talking, they'll take care of it, you know, if they notice it. And that's a good thing. And my wife will, still says, she said, she said, Todd always made changing diapers fun. You know, like I would tease with the kid, you know, and take forever because I'm putting on the clean diaper on my head, you know, and <laughs> they're laughing and, you know, and then I put it on their head and then, then I finally get it on them and I tease them and tickle them and all those things. Those are important times, I think, between fathers and sons and fathers and daughters. And so, yes, Greg, fathers should change diapers. You know, fathers should do all those things that not moms do, but that parents do. And we should make a big deal about it. I know some dads who, though, who will say things like, you know, I don't want to put the kids to bed because I don't want to have to do that. You know, what do you have kids that for? A, uh, that's what you have kids for. Is that a sin? I don't know. It might be. Uh, but, but I'll tell you what, you're missing out on the best. You're missing out on some really great opportunities, not only to serve your wife, but really to serve your children. And honestly, it's kind of self-serving because you get to spend time at those little moments with your children that you don't want to miss. So, uh, you know, I'd be interested if you have some other, uh, if anybody else has some other thoughts or if, you know, or there's some other topics or other specific jobs that you can think that maybe moms or dad should or shouldn't do. Uh, I think that'd be an interesting conversation. But I'll tell you, I don't, I don't really like the tone of people who state things like that because it just, it sounds like they're elevating things, you know, to a spiritual level. Like you're a better person if you do these things or don't do these things. Right. And I, and I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't usually I stay away from people who start to do that because they just put weights upon people, uh, things that should not be done. And I know some dads have gone down some paths, you know, because someone told them to and said, well, you know, dad should never have to do this or dad should always be the one who control the money or dad should be the ones who draw the lines. And, you know, are dads responsible? Yes. Do I believe in patriarchy? I do, you know, because I think the buck stops with dads. You stepped in it now. And I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Br bring it on. But it's a benevolent, loving patriarchy that doesn't love it. You know, I don't like being the one in charge. There are times I tell my wife, you know, she'll say, our family's not very spiritual and we're, you know, they're all heathens. And I'm like, well, can't you do something about it? You know, but it's my role as the leader of my family. And so if you got a problem with that, take it up with God and you can bring it up with me as well. Okay. Which takes me to our, my last topic before I have to go get some narcotics and that's hard kids. You know, Scott, you know, Scott, I think feel like this is one of those repeating topics that we come back to, you know, it, it just feels like, and I know you feel this way 
um, because we've had these conversations before. You know, would you say you're right now in your parenting, your parenting world? Are you in an easy phase or a hard phase? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying like like this year. I'm saying just today. Fairly easy. Most of my kids are doing well. Um, yeah, it's not not too but it, much. But it kind of right don't you think it kind of comes in in waves? Oh yeah, you know, well, where, uh, two where days ago like, I would have given you a different answer. So <laughs> yes, and maybe tomorrow you will too. Yeah, you know, and it and it usually revolves around maybe one child. You know, where it's just like you know, it's just like every interaction is hard. You know, you plan these easy. Th- you plan these things for said child, trying to please said child. <laughs> And then it escalates into this ugly thing. I remember Casey saying, you know, how he got his kids, his son crying on Christmas Eve, you know, just because he wanted it to be this really special thing. And it just changes so fast for my my uh, cousin-in-law, David, um, when he was with his celebrating his wife's birthday and, you know, someone flicks a balloon and hits him in the eye and it just goes from zero to a hundred and just like that, you know, and Mm. ugliness. And, but right now I'm like, I'm having issues with said child. Uh, and it just feels like it's been hard, you know? Um, I feel like this said child, we'll just call him that, uh, said child is, you know, self-focused entitled, uh, you know, kind of like the little red hen, like, no, I can't help you make the bread or bake the bread or do anything, but, is it time to eat yet? You know, and I even had a conversation with him yesterday. I went into his room and I said, Hey, you know, I don't like what's going on because I don't like what I'm feeling towards you. I said, I love you more than anything. I like who you are. I like everything about you. But I said, you know, but I'm struggling right now. I feel like I'm being soured because I feel like, you know, you're only focused on you and you don't care about anybody else. And I can remember having this conversation with two of my other children, almost the same thing. I'm going to check. Is it the 14? The what? The 14. That's what we call it the around here. Age. Yeah. When they hit 14, there's something that happens, man. And you're just like, you know, oh, they got the I 14. think, yes. <laughs> I don't know. It, it, this one's not 14. It doesn't have to be older. that age. But, but it is in that, yeah. you know, because like you said, because you have this sweet, happy, happy-go-lucky yep. kid, and all of a sudden they hit a teenage year somewhere in there, and something happens inside, you know, where they become sullen, and now they become self-focused, and now their easygoingness has been thrown out the, you know, out the door, out the window, or whatever, and it just is, and it's just hard. Yeah. And, you know, I could tell I was saying things and I told him, I said, you know, you have all these neat things that you want to show me, but I don't care about them because you don't care about anything about us. I said, you know, when I need, I said, you know, when I say, can you cut the grass and you like have a million reasons why you can't, I get it. But then when you go to your friend's house and I hear that you guys spent time cutting his grass, you know, and it makes me crazy. And, you know, and I shared these feelings and I said, again, I, you know, I love you so much, you know, and I never want you to feel that way. But I said, I don't like what I'm doing. So we're going to have to work on this. 
you know, and by we, I mean both of us, but I know it's mostly me um, because I have, you know, like I said, I did this with two of my other kids. We came out of that, you know, they came out of that and they are not like that anymore. So I think I know he will as well. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, but I don't really like this. You know, I don't like this because I feel like I'm always the bad guy at the end of it because I'm the one who, you know, he's all excited to tell me what is happening in his life. And I feel bothered by it. Well, so. In those times, I try to remind myself what I was like at that age because I was a royal pain in the rear when I was that age. And, uh, I came out of it, I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they will come out of it, and it's our fault if we don't remember, because they've never experienced this before, and you know, hormones are raging through their bodies, and things are changing, and they don't know what's going on. And that is true. If we get all angry at them, it's our fault for not remembering. Yeah. What it was. Yes, like. they should they should obey and all that. And just, you know, again, I just look in the mirror and like, yeah, when was the last time you obeyed perfectly Scott? Yeah. And uh, you know, that's, I think that's, <laughs> that's where I feel like one of those old guys who was ready to stone the lady caught in adultery. I just be like right. one of the first old guys who just drops my stone and walks away. Cause I'm like, yep. <laughs> I'm because not, you know yourself. Uh, I'm not even that good now, you know, but sometimes you need, don't you think sometimes you need a Jesus to point that out? Oh yeah. Because you know, they were all ready to throw the stone because we do kind of forget and we need someone to go, Hey, do you remember? By the way, it doesn't really, I don't really like it when my wife. Yeah, me right. That. It's usually your wife or one of your other You were just kids. like that, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that hurts. Yeah, yeah. And and it is good to have someone to, to remind you that. But I, you know, so here's my point. My point is, Dad, you might be going through a hard time right now. You know, don't give up. You know, the, the hard will be replaced by a little bit easier, maybe easy, maybe harder. But they, it just comes in waves, but it's not permanent. Um, even though we have kids, I think, who are always harder. You know, they grow up to be harder just because they're passionate or they're leaders and they, you know, clash against what you might or say, thing harsh, say things harshly. But that's where dads never, ever give up. And or we don't allow our hurt to stay hurt. Uh, so I think it's important. Like if you feel that way, dad, if you're feeling like, you know, uh, towards a kid, I think it's up to you to go make it right. You know, don't wait for him or her to come to you and soften because I have kids who will never, you know, admit it. Uh, I've shared before, you know, where I said to my kid, yeah, I'm really sorry for being this way. And I said, do you have anything to say? And he looked me straight in the eye and he goes, do you think I did something wrong? <laughs> you know, I'm like, no. That's where I really get myself in trouble because I'll, I'll feel that way where, and I'll say, you know, why is it always me that has to apologize? You know? Yep. Yep. Because uh, you to dad, yeah. because you to dad, really? I mean, really? Um, and it goes on into adulthood and we talked, we've talked about this before, you know, I know dads who are estranged from their children or children who are estranged from their dads. And I always blame the dad, you know, because we're the dads and we should, we need to be the pursuers. So again, if you have a kid 
that you're feeling uh, about, you know, maybe just go and tell them what you feel. Say, you know, I love you so much, but the way you're acting is making me feel crazy. And I don't like what I'm feeling because I want to have interactions where when you are excited, I can be excited as opposed to bothered that you don't care about us. You only care about you. Knowing at the same time, one day, you know, they're going to kind of come out of some of that. So, so don't be mean in the, in, in the process because I can be mean. you know, I mean, my son cut the grass yesterday. I know he was, cause I told him to, you know, and I know he was trying to do it without being asked. Um, and then he forgot to put the lawnmower blades down and he cut the, that whole section of the yard without putting the <laughs> blades down. And, you know, it was tempting to be mean, oh, but I'm like, yeah, I've done that before. I get it. You know, <laughs> but so anyway, don't give up dad. Well, dad, I got to go to the pharmacy to take care of Cal and you could pray for this dad that, uh, he would love his, not just his one son, but all his sons and daughters the way that God loves us because we're we're that mean self-centered kid you know to our heavenly father and yet he loves us so so much well have a great week if you're got some young babies around your house go change their diapers uh, maybe t- give your wife the weekend off or the night off and you handle them all you know handle those other things too you know when they get sick and they throw up all over the place take care of it and, you know, or if you got an older kid, take care of that as well. And do it because you did that. And that's our show for this week, Dad. Thanks for joining us for the Family Man Show with Todd Wilson. If you have a question for the show, email Todd at familyman at familymanweb.com. If you have a question for me, you can reach me at scott at unsocializedmedia.com. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week. If you want to go to Facebook, Scott, you better not be doing this while we're talking here. Uh, Dude, I'm not even paying attention. Dollar General. Who cares? (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. So anyway.